Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Thirsty Thursday on 1460 KXNO continues as we go north to Whiskey River in Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. And now here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry and Brent Bloom. Hello. It's time for another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. I'm Jared Stansberry, joined by... Brent Bloom. Fired Hello, up, Brent. Stansberry. Fired up. I'm fired up. Now. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Down. No, no, no. Because it's I'm, a bye week doesn't mean you I'm, can't I'm ready it. to go. I'm All ready right. to go. I, All right. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm fired up to talk some hoops with you today. It's uh, Tis the season. Tis the season. We are, what, five days out yeah. from the official start of, yeah. of the 2019-20 Iowa State basketball season. We'll talk about that later on in the program. Obviously, you guys will make your picks. No Tim Mullen tonight, but uh, C-Dub will, will hop in and then... You guys will talk to the docs up at the McFarland Clinic in Ames, and I don't know what we'll talk about to talk about later. I don't know. We'll talk about something. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm just celebrating the fact that Joel Embiid only got a two-game suspension today. That? Yeah. That's the NBA rewarding its stars. Yeah. I no kidding. It. That was a, it. Was a fight, but it wasn't. I mean, by today's somebody, NBA standards, it was definitely a fight. Yeah. What? Well, right. I mean, the 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 chokehold was nice. I liked how Ben Simmons got out of that with nothing. They were. They thought that he was. Uh, con- Making peace with the, with his arms, <laughs> an all time great explanation for why they're not giving a suspension or right, a fine. Right, you have Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns literally tapping out like it's a UFC fight, but no, he's a peacemaker. Yeah, that was that was entertaining. I like that. I am pro more professional athletes mixing it up because well, we're all like too buddy buddy now. Yeah, well, it's like I, don't, I it might be fake. Like I'm, I it wouldn't surprise me if. Embiid and Towns kind of manufactured this thing a little bit too. Well, I don't think that the what was happening on the court was really Probably manufactured, not. but I would say that maybe the stuff that was happening after, after was a little bit more disingenuous than what it seemed. Yeah, yeah. I, I I got a kick out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said that by 2019 NBA standards, obviously it's it's definitely a fight, <laughs> but by standards of the NBA and all <laughs> right, of history, right? Not much. No, this isn't somebody clothesline somebody. Or, well, yeah, when you think about. The fact I mean, that there, out. like there were players who nearly died on the floor because right. of Fights. getting punched, and uh, yeah, what that. what was happening in the Jeff Van Gundy hanging onto the guy's leg in the mid nineties, like this was not not that, but yeah, uh, not it was still for, good. Not bad for a Wednesday night, right? Not bad for a Wednesday night in the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to talk about football first? Yeah. How do you feel after the? After, you know, it's been five days, six days, I guess, since yeah. the. Lost think, Oklahoma State. I think this bye week is good for everybody. It's like what the what's the Ferris Bueller quote? Like if you don't stop and look around for a while, you may miss it. Yeah. Like this season has really gone quickly, and it was been bizarre having one game in the bye week and then um, seven in a row, mm-hmm. and it just like it goes. Right. So we're two thirds of the way through the season now, and it's been an odd year. I mean, through all the stuff off the field. With the weather, with the band stuff, right. even weirdly the Carson King stuff. Like, there's been so many the Baylor heater, or not heater, but mm-hmm. the the shade, the shade thing. It's just been a lot of stuff that's just kind of gotten in the way of the actual football season. And here you are, two thirds of the way in, and you've dropped three games that are all you were tied or ahead in the fourth quarter, and all right. those. And it's just. Yeah, it's, it's turned into one of those years like you, you don't want it to be a what-if season because I still think this team has a lot to play for, but yet you're going to look back here and regret some of what happened. And mm-hmm. You know, I think this week's a good week to assess, and it's like, number one, I obviously it's still a very good football team. Number two, they have not played up win-loss-wise to expectations, and, you know, that's okay. And the way I look at this thing, I you know thought about this at some time this week of, you know, what do we make of this? And... When you play in some of these one-possession games, you just leave it up to chance. Yeah. Okay, so I looked at Clemson and Alabama today. Clemson in the last two years 
obviously they've lost one game. They've played in one possession game three times is all. And so if you if you leave it up to chance, there's a chance you're going to lose. Yeah. And, you know, look at Iowa State this year. Every single game that's been competitive other than the UNI game and whatever, they've lost. Mm-hmm. So that's where turnovers come in. And right now Iowa State's 95th in the nation in turnover march. Like You cannot keep doing this where in these close games, turnovers are the difference. Oklahoma State now, under Mike Gundy, when it wins a turnover battle, is 68-9. Wow. So it is. It's a huge factor. And unless you're Alabama, and Alabama has played in like four one-possession games the last three years. Like they just don't play in many because yeah. they're so much better than anybody. And if you're not to that level and you're playing a lot of these one-possession games, guess what? You're going to lose some of them. I, and I, I wonder I what Oklahoma is. I would imagine that they're not that good. No, I mean, no, because they're either – think about it. So I, I, that's another good one to look up. The one-possession games they've been in, not many. Mm-hmm. And they've lost Texas a couple times the last couple years. Lost Iowa State in one possession game. So you just you leave it up to at that point turnovers, penalties, and weird stuff. Yeah. And you know it's going to regress to me right now. Iowa State is two and seven over the last three years in games set up by five points or less. That's not very good. No. But it also means eventually that'll even out. So if you keep playing the games like this, it should go your way. It should. Now it hasn't in uh, in a couple years, but. It's just uh, that's the the thing when you're playing in the margins, as they always talk about. If if you're close and it's tied in the fourth quarter, you know that's what can happen. What happened Saturday? See, and I think that that makes for a good transition point to. You know, I wrote after the game on Saturday about about Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. and what I'm about to say. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say Brock is above criticism by any means because he definitely is to some extent. Sure. He's the one who made the throws mm-hmm. that, you know, at the end of the day, it turned into three interceptions. The one that turned yep. into, at the end, what, in conclusion, really was the game-winning score. Yep. But I feel like there is a faction of the fan base that has almost let it get carried away from them, where it's like, you know, and, and I thought that this, you know, I tweeted out, so I tweeted out yesterday, this, the Maxwell Award semifinalist came out yesterday. Okay, I did not And uh, some some of the names on the list, Chuba Hubbard, you know, we would expect that. Tylen Wallace, I think, was on there. Would expect okay. that. Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, Charlie Brewer at Baylor, Sam Ellinger. Yep, and Sam Ellinger. Even though he's turned the ball over. A, yeah, a lot. and and I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, the fact that Brock Purdy's not on this list is is somewhat laughable to me, considering yes. he's a a top five ten passer in the country in yardage. Yep. I don't know about the touchdown numbers, but I would imagine he's got to be up there. Up there. Uh, really? So and, he wasn't and efficiency, on there. I didn't like know that. rushing. And I, I mean, he was, he's weird. like fifth in the country in, in total yardage. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how is that possible? How, I mean, I know Charlie Brewer's been a good player, but you look at his numbers that they have in this release, and I'm like, man, those numbers aren't as good as That's... Brock. The only reason you put him in there is because his team's undefeated. Yep. And, yep. And, and that just made, and I tweeted that out. I said, this is comedy. And there's people tweeting back at me, and they say, you watched him play on Saturday, right? He's the reason we lost the game. Seriously. And I'm like, whoa, whoa okay. Yeah. Well, mm. hold up. Brock's not the one who gave up three plays of 50 yards or longer. You know, Brock's not the guy who missed a field goal in a, in the game. Like, there there were so many different things to me that I'm sitting there thinking, Brock's not the one who called the play for him to throw the ball 60 times. Yeah. So that's where I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, wh- why? There's what, a disconnect. A how bit. all of a sudden, and I, you know, we love Ted Flint. He put out a poll yesterday about, you know, Brock is going to break the record for Single-season touchdowns, single-season yardage passing at Iowa State, barring injury, it, barring an injury, would mm-hmm. knock on wood, you mm-hmm. know. But in the poll was yes, no, and no because we're losing. And I'm sitting here, and there was, a, I mean, there was probably 30% of the votes for no because we're losing. And I'm like, whoa. I was, did you expect Iowa State to go undefeated? Yeah. Like, they're, they're five and three. This, yeah. Think about if you had told someone in 2014 – you know that Sam Richardson could be on this pace. Iowa State would be five and three, one win away from a bowl game, and go into uh, and and you got to win one game yeah. against four. You got four games left. You got to win one in the month of November to go to another bowl game, and that would have been like the greatest thing of all time. What what are we doing? Well, so this is interesting, and because I'm sensing there's some parallels here to uh, Steve Prohm's first and second years. Yeah, where expectations were crazy. For the last Niang team and then the Monte, Naz, Matt team that yeah. super underachieved 
for in January. Yeah. Or they were like three and right, four. Right, right. Turned it on. Turned it on. Probably one of the best teams in the country there for in a stretch. March. Yeah. Yep. Figured it out. But that that mean the, the the pressure on those guys was immense. Yeah. Was immense. I was actually I went back and listened to some of those old podcasts this summer and man, people were hard on those guys. I mean they really were. I mean it was just like can Prome do this? What's the deal? These guys Deontay Burton's no good, get him off the floor, all this stuff, right? Yeah. Like because we had this outsized expectations and so this is the difficult part for being an Iowa State fan. Is you've got history here, you've got where you want to be here, and with this football team in particular, Iowa State has been favored in every single game this year, which is wild, right? Like, Iowa State's been favored in all eight games this year. Crazy, crazy talk. And they've lost three of those. And so now we've got to grapple with, as a fan base, we've got where we were, we've got where we want to be, and we're not meeting where we want to be this year, even though it has been on the table. And so do you look at... Well, it's still better than the past. Or do you look at, ah, oh, it's still not good enough. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. I mean, this is the fight within a fan base is where should expectations be and what should you be happy with. And any time you say, well, this is good. I mean, we could go to a bowl game three years in a row. That's only happened one other time in Iowa State history. That's great. Or do you look at it and go, this is a missed opportunity because everything was on the table for this team. Look where Baylor is. That should be Iowa State. And I think that's a fair conversation to have. But you also cannot lose fact of, you know, Brock Purdy's having probably the best statistical season in Iowa State history. Mm-hmm. And yet he's getting some heat. So it's weird. It's a weird situation for everybody to deal with. And I don't think there's a right answer. It's kind of a personal choice as a fan. How do you want to approach it? Do you want to be happy for the progress Iowa State's made as a program? Do you want to be disappointed that they haven't got to the, the penultimate spot? And... We'll see, but I, I think there's a happy medium in there somewhere. Right. And, you know, if that's 8-4, and 7-5 this year, you're still you're still seeing growth within the program, but yet you can still be disappointed, and I know people in the building are, that they've let three games now get right. away that they should have won, could have won. See, and that's what, you know, I, I just sit back and I'm like, man, if you didn't have Brock Purdy, you're not. I know. You're not there. I know. You're, and You're not in this position no. without him, you know. He and, and I'm like I said, I'm not trying to say Brock is above any sort of criticism. Cause I criticized him on Saturday. The kid has done. There's some points where he has tried to do too much. He tried to do too much on Saturday. Yeah. We also have to keep in mind he's 19 years old. He's in his, you know, and I know he's played a lot of games. There comes a point where it's like, all right, you can't make these mistakes anymore. But we still got to look at it with a little bit of perspective. And the fact of the matter is, too, you look at those, okay, you look at the places you want to go. You know, you want to you be Oklahoma. You, you want to be in the Big 12, you right. want to make a Sugar you wanna, Bowl. You want to do all, all that stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. whatever, okay. Think about the teams that are up there right now. Think about what Clemson had to go through for all of those years to where they ever got to what they mm-hmm. became. Think what people Good thought point. of Dabo when, or of Dabo when his first year, they didn't even think he was even going to keep the job. Yeah. And then... He was able to just be good enough. Remember, they'd always lose in the big game. Yep. Always lose in the big game. And they could never get over that 9-3, and 8-4, and 7-5 and five hump. And then all of a sudden, one year it clicked. You get that one guy, that Deshaun Watson, the, the Hunter Renfro's, the guys like that, that really take you to another level, you know. And, uh, you know, Alabama's a little different. Oklahoma, you doesn't fit in that same conversation because they are obviously have such history yep. that, that it's a little bit different. Yep, and their talent level's always been above. Right. But even, you know, even looking at Oregon. Mm-hmm. What, where Oregon is at now. Mm-hmm. What they were historically, I mean, 30, 40 years ago, Oregon was Oregon football was horrible, you know? Like, the the best thing that Oregon football had ever had was Ahmad Rashad, and his name wasn't even Ahmad Rashad <laughs> at that time. Sure. And that's where I just, I just sit here and I think it's like, man, you can't expect these things to happen overnight. Where Baylor was at, okay, I know they went 1-11 or whatever it was a couple years ago. Yeah. Where Baylor was at before that, they were in that national championship Big 12 title conversation. It wasn't going to take them that much longer to get back to where they're at now. For Iowa State, you're starting at ground zero, more or less, when Matt Campbell got here. This was basically the beginning of setting any sort of foundation to what was going to come down the road. And Uh, it's a long process. You don't expect it to happen in one, two, three years. It takes time. And it's... it has though gone from sixteen to seventeen to eighteen to happen fast. Yeah, like whew. and that's fine. Yeah, and, but and I understand that. That one happens. of my one of my favorite quotes. I think it applies to a lot of things. Is 
progress isn't linear. In other words, you're not just it's not just straight ascension. Like you're gonna have peaks and valleys and bumps and you know, eventually you'll move your way up. Okay, but it's not necessarily, you know, eight to eight to nine to ten to to there. And like we said earlier, if you're playing in these close games, you're gonna lose some of them. It's just a st- statistical happening. You, you cannot expect to win every single close game. I would expect Iowa State to be better than it has yeah. been. But man, you just can't I agree with you. I think Brock's getting some heat. I, I even think Tom Manning's getting some heat. Um, that maybe like unnecessarily I said, I, so. I don't know that it. Yeah, I mean, th- I think that for if sure. you want to criticize him for Saturday, that's fine. You right, but this is still Iowa State's best offensive. Yeah, no, ever. and I'm saying overarching. No, no one should be sitting there saying Tom Manning has done a bad job this year. Correct. You know. Correct. But I think that he. I think that was the first time this year where I sat there and I was like, man, I don't know about maybe some of the some, stuff he was doing. Overthought it a little bit for I sure. Think. For sure, but you make a good point though. With the Iowa State's not on its own here. Okay, yeah. we're not playing in a vacuum. Everybody else is playing too. Yeah, and you've got these programs that are keep coming at you. And you know, give Oklahoma State played as complete a game as they have all year. This is a team that was 110th in turnovers, and they didn't didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, and you know they they were better on defense. They made adjustments. They made Iowa State move the ball methodically down the field and ultimately in the second half Iowa State couldn't do that so you got to give other teams credit too that's still a top 10 offense that Iowa State played and you know in the first half they looked like it Iowa State made adjustments in the second half looked better but again I think sometimes you you forget that Iowa State's not on its own here if Iowa State you know played a perfect game they beat Oklahoma State no question I mean that's the good thing here but they didn't they had a C effort and a C effort got them beat against a pretty above-average team. And the fact of the matter is, too, that Iowa State now has a target on its back for really the first time in quite a while. And I think you can tell when you you think that Oklahoma State wasn't coming into Ames after what what Iowa State went to Stillwater and did to them last year, where Brock comes in and yep. has the performance he does. Yep. You think that Mike Gundy hasn't been thinking about that game for the last year? I'm, I'm sure he has. You know those, and they were saying it at media day. They talked about how they didn't know who Brock Purdy was. They knew who Brock Purdy was then. They were yep. ready for Brock Purdy. You think Baylor? What Matt Rule was saying after the game about how there was only one, pro, only one program in the Big Twelve that in their time there they had not stayed within one score with, and that was Iowa State. Huh. You think yep. that they at that time did not sit there and think, man, we would really like to get those guys. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Is it's like you got to. Iowa State is in a process of of elevating themselves. Yeah. Of elevating themselves. They're right there. They're right there. And you can't you can't expect that instant gratification, you know? And that's that's it, what's kind of frustrating about it. It is. It, it's like basketball, uh, you know, with the success Fred had and then into Steve, it's like man, there were some times there. It was tough. Yeah. Even throughout that, you know, all these NCAA tournament runs and Big Twelve tournament championships, there were times in each of those seasons where it was disappointing, but a lot of times you forget about it because of the ultimate success of the holistic part of the program. And I think in football we're starting to experience that, which is good. That's healthy. Uh, you want to have disappointments along the way because it means expectations are getting higher, and ultimately it means it means something. Yeah, it, exactly. And so we're here. I would say it's five and three going into November, and yet I think majority of the fan base is disappointed in that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's kind of healthy. That's a good thing. Um, I think sometimes ex- the the expectations get a little out of whack for individual players and moments and all that good stuff, and people realize you're not going to win every time. But I think in, in the end, this is this is a healthy thing for Iowa State to go through. And we talked about before the year, when you're living on the edge, you're going to lose some of those games. And really, for the, the previous two years, Iowa State had a bunch of comeback wins, right? They played with fire over and over mm-hmm. and over again, especially last year. They came back to win those games, and a lot of times they won those games by more than a touchdown. But you do that long enough, and, and ultimately go the other way, and that's why college sports and sports in general is so yeah. great is you do not know what's going to happen. And here's my one thing, my last thing that I'll say before we, we, we take a break and then we'll, we'll get Chris in here. In all the time that Brock has been the starting quarterback, have we seen him have a game where it comes down to him needing to make a play to win the game? That he has actually won the game? I mean, other than the U and I game. 
That's kind of what I walked out of Jack Trice Stadium the other night thinking is it's yeah. like, man. He'll get there. We, we, need to see, we need to see him come up in one of these moments before yeah, I, I think but, we can go back to the, the Heisman conversation. No, he's I, in the Heisman watch or anything sure. like that. He's, he has done a, a, like I said before, they're not here without him. But this is going to be the next step for him, where when those lights start to get really big and you need your quarterback to come in and do the right things and make the plays, he has to do it. He has yeah, to. And, and I think you, you lose track. The kid's 19 years old, yeah. and he's only been on campus for literally 14, 15 months. Yeah. And he's, what, 9 and 4? Yeah. That's really good. He is He's not the problem. No. Okay? So, yeah, he could have been better in some moments. Could have been better. He's had three opportunities now. Although the Baylor game was, he did lead that team. He, yeah, he quarter. did what he had to do. Yeah. That's that's fair. Um, but the Iowa game and the right. Oklahoma State game not great in the fourth quarter. I'm not concerned one iota about him at yeah. all. In fact, I think this team is still quite good, and it would not shock me. Oklahoma's going to be tough, okay? Because Oklahoma's always tough, and literally Iowa State's the only team to beat them in the Big Twelve down there in Norman the last four years. But, I think we saw a blueprint for what you can do against that team. But I think there's a chance. And this is the great yeah. thing about the growth of the program is ever since 2017, Iowa State has not been blown out in one game. That's yeah. awesome because that means you're in every game. And although some of these things have gone the wrong way, if you stay in a game long enough against a good team like you're going to see in Oklahoma, maybe it'll go your way this time like it did two years ago. Absolutely. All right, we'll get Christian here. You guys will make your picks. You'll talk to the docs. And then you and me can wrap up the show. Talking some Iowa State hoops, Big 12 hoops, whatever uh, comes to mind. Sound I, uh, Tuesday. 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 It's here. Call the, the the Delta Devils. The Delta Devils are in town. All right, we'll be back on the Cyclone Fanatic radio program presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. We're at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Come hang out with us, have some beers, and, and get some dinner on this Halloween Thursday on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey Fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156 in Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers from there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmy, board-certified and sports fellowship-trained orthopedic sports medicine physician and surgeon at McFarland Clinic in Ames. As an official team physician for the Iowa State Cyclones, I really enjoy the opportunity to work with athletes here in my hometown. My colleagues, Dr. Buck, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all levels, including sports injury evaluation and treatment, arthroscopy, surgery, stem cells, and PRP treatment. Don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. The ideal way to make your tailgating spread the envy of the neighborhood or parking lot is with Fairway. They have the best selection of fresh, hand-cut meats as well as all the fixins. Preparation is the key to a winning season, and there's no better way to get prepared than Fairway. Hey guys, it's Williams here for Dominion Eye Care and Ames Eye Care. I care for the entire family conveniently located throughout Central Iowa. I've been up to Ames Eye Care a couple of times now. I see Dr. Kruger. You've all heard me tell you about how he... He looked at me for like 30 minutes. Actually, it didn't even take that long. And he's like, dude, I know why you're having headaches. It's because you stare at your computer for 15 hours a day. 
wear these glasses. It'll help. And it has. It actually, it's completely changed my life. Now, I'm a dad. Got a four-year-old. She's got some eye problems herself. And you know where I'm going to take her? Yeah, that's right. Ames Eye Care, Des Moines Eye Care, Family Eye Care. They can help you guys, too. Check them out today. DesMoinesEyeCare.com, AmesEyeCare.com, and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. For the second straight year, Whiskey River, located in Ankeny's Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros or lunch with the family, Whiskey River and Ankeny's great food, drinks, and friendly service makes it the perfect spot for any occasion. Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy. But I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man. Go to the doctor. iowaclinic.com. Tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you their way. It's not whether you win or lose. It's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. to Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on 1460 KXNL. I'm Chris Williams back at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Gave Stans a little break for this segment. It's Williams and Bloom old school here on an iHeart Radio station. Man. It was Clear Channel back in the day when we started. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We Up just had a talk. 1430. Let's, let me get you. That's right. Cyclone Jerry was a... Uh, Notable caller to that program. We just had a discussion. Okay. I didn't what, listen. I know. Mindset of where I would say football fans should be right now. Because you've got the past, which is like 5-3 and three is still pretty good. Or you have the where, the future, the where you want to be. Favored in eight games, lost three of them. Not good enough. Yeah. Where, what's the appropriate well, stance here? I don't know. I may perhaps I was a bit of a fuddy duddy in August because I picked Iowa State to go eight and four, and I said seven and five wouldn't surprise me. And it was mainly because it was not that I didn't think the team was any good. I just am a revert to the mean type guy. Mm-hmm. And do you think about how many close games this program has won over the last couple of years? You, you know the interesting thing is because I thought the same thing. Then looked it up. Iowa State's two and seven in games five points or less since seventeen. Okay, what about, like, touchdown or more? But, yeah, that's like, where... Like, when does it... Yeah, and so that's... You're right. So, like, Oklahoma State a year ago, West... To me, uh, like, when I say close games, I guess... And that's a very subjective... It can be. Like, I think single digit. Sure. But, so, in that point, yes. They've had to come back... How many times did they come back last year? Okay, and maybe the that's the better way to put yeah. it, too. Like, I don't know. I just... I. Did you watch the press conference last week for Oklahoma State? Mm-hmm. Campbell and I have gotten into a little bit of a back and forth during that. Because we, and we disagree about this, and we're very open about the fact that we disagree about it. It's why he laughed at me in his press conference. I think turnovers, they're not 100% random. Some guys are more fumble prone than others. Some quarterbacks are worse decision making. You know, yeah, I don't think it's 100% random. True. I think it's very random, though. I agree. Like the way that I agree. odd-shaped ball bounces, I think it's very random. Matt so thinks, important. Matt thinks it's all the dudes, pretty you know, and not not all. I'm, but much more so than I do. Okay, and we've gone even privately, like we've gone <laughs> back and forth on this often over the last few years. And it was why I was scared of Oklahoma State because I'm, they're not going to turn it over. Well, they had been turning over at a horrible rate. 
Like they were doing like yeah, three, like four a it game. Was, it was not yeah. sustainable right. the way that they were doing it. Correct. Even with Iowa State's defense playing it well. So, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't feel any different about Iowa State after last week. I mean, I was disappointed, just like everybody else. But let, And maybe, like, with hindsight, like, you know, I look back at, like, 2011 or 12, the Jake Knott. Um, sure. That's a year 12, yeah. that I look back at and be like, wow, missed one there, 2005. Yep. That 2012 team could have been 8-4. and four. 2005 team could have been 10 and 2. Yep. We're probably going to look back at this one and be like, they should have been two games better than they were. But it's more what happens after. If you do that and then next year you're 10 and 2. Who cares? Correct. If next year (laughs) Campbell's gone and you're back at 5 and 7, then this one stings more, right? Good point. I didn't think about that because people are starting to bring up 2005 as the comp for this year, which, yeah. Look at it, 2005, all five losses were by a touchdown or less. And three of those were in overtime, I think. But that year looks worse because 2006 went back in the dumpster. And then yeah, Danny Mack. That's kind of where I'm at. That's fair. But it's just weird to me that Iowa State has been in a situation this year where it has been favored in every single game through eight games, which is wild. Like, that's two-thirds of the games. Been favoring every single one, yet still lost. And they're going to be a almost three-touchdown underdog against Oklahoma. Probably. And the, but I think they'll probably be favored in the final three. I think they'll be favored against Texas. Maybe not K-State. It's probably a pick them right now. Well, I know before last week, because I subscribed to a cheap cheat sheet from Vegas, mm-hmm. the odds maker that I go with, he had Iowa State as a touchdown favorite at K-State. But a lot happened. You know, they beat Oklahoma and Iowa State lost at home, so that's probably much closer to a pick right now. But long story short K State is only six point favorite at Kansas this week. Yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not hundred percent buying in on them yet. Great win, mind you. But I think analytics wise, I they they still love Iowa State. Iowa State's still a top twenty team from you know, Oh yeah, like the S and P and all all that that stuff. Yeah. Sagarin. It's just you, you've lost some of these games, and so I think it's taking the luster a little bit off it, but I don't think that uh, that puts a roadblock in the progress of this program holistically, I and I think there's still a lot to, a lot to get this year. I'm, I'm with you. I, you know, like I said, and you and I had this conversation. We were riding home together on Saturday mm-hmm. night after that game mm-hmm. that we were disappointed. We wanted Iowa State to win as much as anybody, but this, it for me, wasn't a stay-up-all-night-and-lose-sleep type of loss. I just... Yep. And I... I don't know. I you know me and my thoughts on this stuff probably better than anybody. I have so much damn respect for the Gundys, the Pattersons, the Snyders, Ferences, like the guys who have been there and done it for 10, 15 years with a with consistent I never count those guys out. Yep. Yeah. And did you watch Gundy's press conference last week? Like I don't know how anybody could watch that press conference and be like, oh, the clones are going to go out and win by 30. It has nothing to do with our guys. Sure. It, w- it had everything to do with yep. they've got really talented dudes, and yep. he's a hell of a football yep. coach. You're not, you're not playing yourself here. No. They have 85 scholarships, too. <laughs> yep. And they were pretty, um, you know, they were and, by far in the first quarter the better football team, yep. and it wasn't and even close. Didn't turn the ball over, played a complete game. Yeah. Guess what? You do that, and then what, Iowa State turn over three times? Yeah. It's not going to win. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pretty simple recipe right there. Uh, another great recipe is if, you know, if you've got maybe a shoulder's dinged up, back hurts a little bit, something like that, you're in the Des Moines area, I was, you're, you're in the Ames area, and you're like, well, who are the doctors that work on yeah. the Cyclones? we got to go to our boys at the McFarland the Clinic up there in Ames. Dr. Greenwald joins us right now, my main man. How we doing, Doc? Good. How are you guys? I just uh, I'm just sitting here listening to guys moving on about this and that. It's pretty funny. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's what we do. We go on about this and that. Are you doing Are you doing uh, beggars night up there? I mean, Ames is Ames is tonight, isn't it? For uh, yeah, yeah trick or treat. I'm up soon, but the missus is watching the door. So if anyone comes to our door right now, they'll be okay. She's got so it covered. What uh, What's the giveaway in the the Greenwald house? Well, you, you can never go wrong with the Snickers, uh, yep. um, Baby Ruth, uh, a little licorice, 
Oh, smarties. I don't know. I, I told her to get some good stuff this year. <laughs> don't embarrass me. Well done. Yeah, I agree, because if you're the guy who gives out the, like, apples, Apple. they'll put you all over Twitter and stuff these days. Yeah, I guess there was one kid down the hall or down the street. I guess he just gave it back and said, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember this guy used to give out, like, Campbell's soup <laughs> on, our, on our block as a kid oh, growing up. We had a guy that did that, and then another guy gave out king-size candy bars. So it was like, yeah. We, it was, yeah. Pick your battles. Yeah. Well, Doc, um, yeah. I want to ask you um, just, I, I, I really don't know the answer to this. I know you guys are really, uh, I mean, you're the football docs, and you're, you're constantly there, but th- does it change anything, like, with your guys' schedule with basketball? I don't know how much hands-on you have on, on those type of sports and whatnot, but I, I know, like, in, in, in our world, this week coming up is the, you know, the next month is the busiest month of the year for us with all the crossovers. Does that affect you guys at all? Yeah, great, great question, CW. So here's the deal: so it's like it is like your world. So Brian, Wayne, Steve, Buck, and I take care of all the athletes, male and female. So it's the time zone. So we got dinged up football guys. We've got men and women basketball starting, and we got wrestling going. Uh, finish up a little bit, you know, cross country volleyball, but and soccer. Okay, so hmm. we got all these sports going at the same time, and so we feel that same thing. Plus, then you, you know, we take care of the high school kids and the weekend work yeah. and so on, and so they're finishing up their football season. So you got some guys who are dinged up through the year. They come in, they had a shoulder injury, they've been playing with all year. They had a knee injury, they've been trying to limp through, and so now they're coming in. So, uh, yep, it's a busy time. Yeah, it's it's a busy, but it's a really fun time, too. Doc, is there a sport that maybe we don't think about that would have a lot of injuries that you may be able to treat? Like, I know gymnastics is actually a pretty grueling sport for some of that, and I've heard volleyball can be as well. Well, gymnastics, so it's really interesting. I think almost per athlete, their athletic costs or their you know health care costs are higher than any other sport. Mm, uh, wow. Those girls are flying through the air, tumbling, this and that, landing with their bodies, training all year round, and they're doing it for four or five years of their college career, you know, as 18 to 22-year-old women, and they're just working really hard. So we end up seeing a lot of those gals. Uh, so that is that is one tough, tough sport. you got to yep. be mentally tough and physically tough. So we do see, that's probably one that, you know, your average listener's not going to be thinking about that. I was thinking the gymnastics team, but those, those girls are working hard. Where does wrestling rank? It's such a physical sport. I don't know on on the injury scale. Is there is that a high 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 profile as far as injuries go? Yeah, it can be. So we we see some elbows and shoulders and some knees. Um, you know, a few little broken bones, like maybe a hand or something. So so just the little things, right? And so these guys are tough. They never show up for that stuff. <laughs> but then you're gonna. Then you're going to get something that's a little bit more major, and 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 so they'll never show up if they if if they can wrestle, right? So they're always going to tell dress, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and just you know walking on the mat and try to go. Yeah. Uh, so we usually know typically, and that, and Tim Weasley, the trainer, is excellent, but he when he's calling us, we know we got something going on. Let's put it that way. Man, those wrestlers are a different breed. <laughs> I tell you, we're, I was, we're too soft. To yeah, even be in that those cup. guys, yeah. I I love them, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I hung out with Dresser in Humble in September for about two hours one night, and I tell you what, it was an eye-opening experience <laughs> in a really good way. The guy had me ready to, I I was ready to do just drop and give him a hundred, you yeah. know, yeah. just pop down and do push-ups right there. I was fired up, Doc. Yeah, no, it's great. We're excited about the. The direction of the wrestling program, of course. Oh, yeah. They had their media day this week, and it, it got me fired up. Doc, we appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for your time, as always. Tell your colleagues, Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy, we said hello. And Dr. Warmy, I believe we owe a happy birthday. Yeah, this to. week, right? Dr. Warmy? Yeah, he's uh, a little bit older, that guy is. <laughs> yep. And um, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep him going. He's a, he's a young one of the group. We've got to keep that guy Taking call and fixing things so other <laughs> people can, can relax a little bit. Thanks, Doc. Have a great uh, right. Halloween night. Good All right, buddy. Guys. See you guys All soon. Right. Okay, thanks. All right. All right.
Dr. Greenwald from the McFarland Clinic up there in Ames. Extra pressure when you're a physician. You gotta have good Halloween candy. Oh yeah. I mean, like saying like it's it's extra extra pressure now because of social media. Right. <laughs> well, if you're if you're an Iowa State coach, they'll annihilate you. Bob, you gotta you gotta make sure you're getting the good stuff. Or, just Campbell, what he's giving and, out. Yeah, Campbell can't just give out. I, you can't give the fun like size Snickers. Size. No. No, no, you could. What did yeah, you give out last night? I had a grab bag of. We bought it actually on Amazon. Actually, I mean, this is wow. a new, new world. It's Look like at a, this guy. It's like a twenty-pound bag of mixed candies. Wow. You know what I did though, and I'm I'm proud of the residents of Bondurant, Iowa. We have great residents. We went out with our little guy, just to a couple houses, and we left the bucket of candy out, which is a huge risk. Huge yeah, risk. because these kids could just rummage. You don't through know. It. Yeah, you don't know. People were, were responsible. It was still three quarters of the way full when we got back. Now we didn't have as many kids last night as normal. I think we were down about a hundred. Is that I, right? I think the weather. Yeah, it kept some it away. Scared some of. So a lot of times they'll because Bondurant has so much as far as trick or treating goes. Yeah, like I think we get a lot of the the kids from Altoona and stuff like that. I already told him to bring you on. All right. Sure. I, I don't know why he didn't. Anyway, disrespect. Whiskey River. Disrespect. No, it's all good. Um, Tim Mullen could make it tonight. Well, we'll do that when we come back. All right. We'll take our final time right. out. I am struggling. Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Mark hey. Clive. Being a good dad tonight. Uh, main man Tim couldn't make it, but he sent us picks. Bloom went one and six last week. I am on, as the kids say. What are you on, I'm, like a I'm one on and tilt. 11 I'm like, streak right now? It's bad. It's really You're still bad. in first is what's I know. sad about it. I, well, that, that's why it's yeah. ridiculous. We're all pathetic it's, this it's year. It's a bad year, man. You know what, though? The majority of guys I know who keep track of picks and stuff are all struggling this year. Get this. I, I think analytics and stuff are starting to screw with everything. Well, in underdogs in NFL, okay, this is college football, okay, other, other... I'm actually starting to like to bet the NFL more. Well, so underdogs are like 30 games up in the NFL... And and row teams are like thirty five games up. Wow! Which is it makes zero sense, but it makes a lot of sense if you follow the uh, the trend there. Crazy home, home favorites always get extra yeah extra respect. It's been a really weird year it in has, the college ranks, and that too. Uh, we'll do those picks. It's really kind of a dog week in college football, but I think Tim's identified the six best <laughs> best games, and we'll. Make picks on all those coming up next here on 1460 KXNO. Hello, fanatics. It's Chris Williams. I want to tell you today about the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will help benefit every aspect of the university. Cyclones everywhere are helping reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. Yes, the cyclone spirit is a force to be reckoned with. More than 81,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 27,000 first-time donors. So far, these donors have gifted more than $1.2 billion. The Cyclone Energy is truly unstoppable. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size. The impact is seen all across campus, too, from the South End Zone Club to the North End Zone construction, to the thousands of students who receive scholarship support. You can learn more at forevertrueisu.com because the world needs more Cyclone Spirit. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers.
Hey fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156 in Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers in there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. The ideal way to make your tailgating spread the envy of the neighborhood or parking lot is with Fairway. They have the best selection of fresh, hand-cut meats as well as all the fixins. Preparation is the key to a winning season, and there's no better way to get prepared than Fairway. Hi, this is Dr. Nwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarland's sportsmedicine.com. Go Cyclones! The model year-end closeout event at the nation's number one five-star platinum GM certified dealer, Carl Chevrolet. Choose from the largest selection of GM platinum certified vehicles in Iowa, all including an industry-leading six-year 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, two-year 24,000-mile complimentary scheduled maintenance, and a 12-month 12,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. Just announce 1.9% financing for qualified buyers. Plus receive additional $500 bonus cash on certified Equinox and Terrain models. Plus we need your trade today. Integrity, trust, satisfaction, and confidence. Find new roads and visit CarlChevrolet.com to view our complete certified inventory today. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. When it comes time for my friends and I to decide where we'll watch college football on a Saturday night, there is no better choice than Whiskey River in Ankeny. Whiskey River is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show again for the 2018 season and is the perfect spot for your get-together of all ages. Whiskey River's great food, satisfying drinks, friendly staff, and wall-to-wall TVs make deciding where to go a no-brainer for any situation. And don't forget, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Yeah. Weezy, Back home smoking legal. Um, I got more slaps than a beetle. Made a tweet last night. I was rummaging through Halloween candy. Yeah. The Butterfinger, the more most underrated candy bar out there. Butterfinger is the Meek Mill of candy bars. Meek Mill, vastly underrated. I don't think Butterfingers are very good. What? I don't. Get off the air. I I stop. They're. I think they're. What proper, do you? They're you properly rated. They're properly rated, Samora. Properly, they're not good. What do nobody. You, what do you nobody, mean they're not? Good? Nobody has ever gone to a convenience store and said, "Give me a Butterfinger." The hell they have. They have not. They have not. Same nope. with the, same with the Heath Bar. You're saying also not very. N- Inappropriately. Do not rated. put Butterfinger in the same category as I Heath just Bar. did. Similar. Utter I trash. Just did. People would prefer a Snickers, a Twix, a Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar. Ten times out of ten. Please. Reese's, ten times out of ten. Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Oh, oh Kit Kat. Uh, Kit Kat's Something great. about the Kit Kat chocolate's different. Kit, Kit Kat's uh, one of the goats. Butterfinger less so. You have a right to your opinion. Butterfinger's properly rated. I don't think I don't I don't I mean I think Meek Mill's fine too, but stronger opinion on Butterfingers. Let's go um unfortunately our dear friend Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture yeah, Martin Clive. We miss him here. 
is not here, but he did send us out our updated pick standings. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't pay attention to my opinions. Brent, you were one and six last week. <laughs> yeah. Tim and I were each three and four, so hovering around five hundred. Yeah. We're not even going to give the updated standings. Yeah. But we will go through over the next ten minutes or so. This week's key games in college football. I don't know if this is a key game, but it's certainly an interesting one. I have not looked at this yet, so this is... Uh, Nebraska is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Purdue. Oh, boy. Tim's taking Purdue, if that helps. He's going to take the three-and-a-half points. (laughs) I will, too. I'm going to take the (laughs) three-and-a-half points. There's absolutely no reason to bet on Nebraska at this point. You're right. None. You're right. Is Martinez healthy? We don't know yet. Um, Scott Frost gave a very sarcastic answer to a question about that in a press. I'm going with Purdue. He is playing, Stansbury says. I'm going with Purdue. All right. Um, Yeah, yeah, Zamora, you hear us? (laughs) Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on 1460 KXNO. I don't trust Nebraska, right? Georgia is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Florida. I'm going to take the Florida Gators here, not only to cover, to win outright. Whoa. Georgia, just not Some, feeling Something's it. up with yeah. them. You, do you remember um, Florida State the year after they won the national yeah. title? Some and we're all just like, what's, what's like, going on there? Okay, they keep winning, but it doesn't seem right. Yeah, and then they got That's destroyed Georgia. in the bowl game. Florida is going to beat Georgia. I, uh, I think... I agree something's up with them. I think Florida's not great. I don't think they're that great either. I, I don't go with Georgia here. Okay, Tim wants Florida. Uh, Seventh-ranked Oregon is a five-point favorite at USC. Another upset. Troy, the men of Troy, win it outright. I'll take the five. Nope. Nope, Oregon's really good. USC's not good. Oregon uh, is Tim Mullen's pick as well. Oregon's got a elite defense. Elite. It's weird. Yeah. Because you just don't associate you don't, you defense don't. with the but, Oregon but, Ducks. But, but look at the numbers. Yeah, yeah no, they are they are elite. Yards per play. All that. Points per game. Yeah. Um, points Mario per possession. Mario Cristobal. Actually going to be staying in Eugene, Oregon next week. Oh, that's right. You're going to go to Corvallis. Well, we're staying in Eugene. That's because Corvallis has Pac-12 after dark. So not enough hotel rooms? We don't have the hotel rooms. Yeah, so we're in Eugene. That's what I was told at least. So you gotta go to the Bahamas too. Yeah. You son of a gun. That's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I love you know I love me some Steve Prome. And oh, I you, that whole a, program, I mean, they're a class act. We're so lucky. Very true. Like Get for spoiled. real. Get spoiled. Like with we're the, really yeah. We're really spoiled with the the types of people we get good to people. work with. There's some even like Dr. Greenwald, who's just on us, like yep. the support staffs, like it's yep. great. There are some unsavory people in college sports. But, yeah, but really, not here. there's been a couple at Iowa State over the years, no doubt. But I, I right now it's pretty good, really good, really good. West Virginia tonight. Oh, they're kicking off in seven minutes. Yeah. We West disagree. Virgi- we disagree on yeah, this. Yeah, we, we're on opposite ends of this. Tim Mullen is with me. I've got Baylor at minus eighteen and a half over West Virginia. I damn near locked it up on today's show. Did you show. really? I just, I Matt Rule is a little bit prickly, and they got killed there last year. They did last by four. I don't think West Virginia is very good. I think that Baylor wins this by thirty-five. Whoa! See, I I just don't think they're great. I don't either. I think they're, but I think fine. West Virginia is. I said at the beginning of the year, yeah, I thought Kansas would be better than them. Yeah. If those two teams would play right now, who would you? I, pick? I'm. Sticking with my theory that Baylor has more of a Texas Tech type game hmm. this week, and it's Squeaker. Wow. Yeah, I think I think it's like wow. I think it's I think it's Squeaker. I'm going to say 31 to 24. They win. I, give I'm, me the points. I'm laying the. I'll, I would lay up to like 20 in this one. I love the points here. Give me the points. All right. Um, We're going to sound either. Yeah, well, you know when how people it goes. listen to this next, tomorrow. Kansas State is minus six and a half at Kansas. Weird. I will go on the record. Give me the points. I like the Jayhawks, baby. Carter Stanley's my guy. I'm all in on less miles than the Jayhawks. They've got. I, 
They, that offense is legit. They have a Iowa State tail end of 2016 yes. going right now. Yes. I don't want any piece of that in a couple weeks and in. <laughs> that said. I've been, saying it for, I've been saying it for a decade. Kansas would be back at some said, point. K-State, still too much. If they win, they win by three. Kansas No, nah, they, they win by ten. They win by ten. Timmy likes Kansas State, too. This is another game I love this week. I'm against the Sharps, and I'm actually ticked off. I, I I actually bet this game on, like, Tuesday, and it's since gone the opposite direction of me. Oklahoma State is – we've got them as a three-point favorite. If you get it right now, it's at two-and-a-half. I bet it at three-and-a-half on, like, Tuesday. <clears throat> uh, Rumors of a uh, an injury to Tylen Wallace. I know. Mm. And that's why I wish I would have mm-hmm. held off. I wish I would have held mm-hmm. off. I don't know what to make of TCU, though. I, They're not good on the road. Tim has Oklahoma State minus three, and I'll do it just for the sake of consistency. I I do think the kid's coming around. Duggan. Yeah. He and throws it, a nice ball. And can Oklahoma State really pair back-to-back weeks with Sanders? I, mean, give I them think so. Cre- give I, them credit. I think so. They did not put him in an opportunity to lose the game. So I think that's good coaching by but guys. But, like, if, if they – defensively played the way they did against Brock Purdy, I feel like... Well, right now, Duggan can run, too. Keep that... Yeah, and Brock Purdy hasn't run in, like, three weeks. Right. I'll go TC. Duggan. You, you're going to win, because now that I have this Wallace information, <laughs> well, but I'm... I'm they got other guys at receiver. But he's a stud, He is. Man. He's very good. I mean, he might be the best wide receiver in college football. It's very possible. I'll go TCU, but... Tim and I are both Wouldn't on. touch it. Oklahoma State there. Wouldn't touch it. There's your picks from Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Go check them out. Beautiful new spot oh, there. Gorgeous. It's technically in Clive. It seems like more like Waukee to me, but it's in Clive. But That's it's over I, in that I, area. I grew up literally a block So it's right there. over by another one of our great sponsors, Barntown Brewing. Oh, yeah. It's like a hop, skip, and a jump hey, away from there. That area it's is popping exploding. Up. Do you see uh, Waukee got a new high school? The Wolves? The Wolves. Waukee Northwest Wolves. See, they should have been the Wolf Pack. I think that would have been a difference. And their 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 logo looks a lot like the Timberwolves, but then oh. as somebody, somebody wise said, well, you can't really make a wolf that looks radically it's different. It's the Monster Mash. That was everywhere in Bon Durant last night. I love the Monster Mash. What a phenomenal song. Yeah, uh, next week we'll be back. So I won't be here next week again. I'll be in Oregon. You guys leaving we, Thursday? We leave Thursday, and I was for a Saturday game because of the time change. Coach Prom is that seems like a lot of preparation by Coach Prom. Well, it's a big game. There's also a big trip to Nike. Ah, because Iowa State is a Nike school. They are. How often are you out there? That's fun. Who are you doing the game with? J.C. Holloway. Wow, man, you got to bring never up. Never met him. You got to bring up Big Eight Final Kansas. And just let him go. Yeah, I I've never met JC. So that game's remind remind me two thirty, three thirty Iowa time. Three thirty Iowa time. Great pub here. I'm I confirmed this today. Stansbury, listen up. I confirmed this today that next Saturday, Whiskey River and Ankeny will have the Pac-12 network. They have the Pac-12. Yes, big time. We'll have the Pac-12 network. Three thirty, because they got dish. I got I got the dish I got the Pac-12 network at my house. You're gonna have a big they audience. Get, they got them there now. Too. I just realized this. People will be listening to you. Yeah, because nobody has the Pac-12 network, so they're all gonna be killing me on Twitter. <laughs> they know they got a different deal here. They're gonna have them both, so they'll have the hoops, and then then an OU. Yeah. That's a heck of it's a Saturday. Gonna be, it's going to be nuts. That's a heck of a Saturday. They're going to drink responsibly. Man, Whiskey River, and this is where we were going to have our game watch at with Wide Right and Natty Light. This place is going to be on fire. Avoid? Well, you play the Beavers. Well, I you play hope, the Beavers. You know, and Just, they usually give a free shot of apple pie here when yeah, the Cyclones that's score. A long day. I don't know if they can do that if everybody's here at like I hope for a lot two. Of, a lot of touchdowns. Everybody's going to be here for like nine hours. Hell of a week next week, man. Yeah, well. All right, we'll throw it to our friends. My main man, one of my best friends in the world, Andrew Downs. 
Is it um, the Hawkeye Nation radio show? I think it's the front row down in um, Windsor Heights. We're going to throw it to him and my main man, Joe Schmelka, next. From the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Studios, this is 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station, KKDM HD2.